Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Work It, the podcast all about entrepreneurship, hosted by me, journalist Angelica Malin, in collaboration with WorkLife. In season two of Work It, I'm chatting to some of the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the UK, from e-commerce wizards to retail experts, all about their secret recipe for success. If you don't already know, WorkLife has eight amazing co-working spaces across the UK, which provide a unique workspace experience designed around you and your team's happiness. They also have delicious free snacks, which I can personally vouch for. Don't forget to follow at work.life to find out more about WorkLife spaces and book in a free trial day at work.life. On this week's episode, I'm talking to Daniel Herman, founder of Biosynergy, one of the leading supplement companies in the UK. We chat about how to build a business that stays relevant and how to make it in the fitness industry. I hope you enjoy this episode. This week's episode of Work It, we are joined by Daniel Herman, founder of Biosynergy. Can you tell us a little bit about your company? Yeah, so um, despite my youthful looks, which you won't see on the podcast, um, we started in 1997. So we're 22 years old uh, this May coming up. And the reason why I started the business was I was always the kid at school that bunked games and avoided any exercise at all costs. And then went to university and ended up living with a bunch of tough northern rugby guys who were less than complimentary about my physique. (laughs) And I ended up going to the gym with them. And at the time, I was growing up in the Rocky generation. I was inspired to make my own protein shakes. So I used to mix up uh, raw eggs, peanut butter, Horlicks, almonds, milk, (laughs) anything I could throw into basically a blender. And then I used to go to this very spit and sawdust gym. And my goal back then, and for anybody who lifts weights that would be laughing, was to lift, was to push 50 kilos on bench press, which Mm. I thought would be amazing. And that kind of moved on. And then in my, I think the last year of university, um, there's a new TV program called Gladiators mm. that came on. And I got it into my head that I wanted to go on there as a contender. Not as a gladiator. <laughs> um, and basically ramped up my training. When I left university, I ended up uh, continuing to train with somebody I met up there down in London. And he said, look, you know, you're doing five days a week. You're training twice a day you need to take some supplements. And I was mm. like, but you know, I'm quite happy with my Horlicks and raw <laughs> eggs. And he goes, no, 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 you need to try some protein powder and this, that and the other. And he introduced me to a brand which I started using. And then it so happened the founder of that company and I and him were all training at the same place. Mm. And I was in between 
uh, a bench press set. By that time, I think I'd got up to a bit more than 50 kilos. And I went over to speak to this other this guy whose company had been going for a couple of years. And I said, look, uh, I've been using your products. I'm doing all this training. It's not really working. I hope you don't mind if I swear. He said, fuck off. I'm doing a lap pull down. And a little switch in my head went, fuck you, I'm starting a sports nutrition company. Mm. So I packed in uh, the job I had at the time, which was in the city, and qualified as a PT, an SCQ coach, and nutritionist, and decided I was going to make um, a, a range of supplements that would be suitable for what was then the burgeoning lifestyle market, mm. where I kind of considered myself the so people who were kind of time poor, but we're putting in the training and needed something to support that. Mm. And then at the other end, the athlete who was looking for marginal gains. But at the time, in the late 90s, it was very, and it still is to an extent, very bodybuilding focused, the category. Mm. So a lot of the packaging was like big muscles and names of things you can understand. And they didn't really necessarily have a meaning. Mm. And there was a lot of, at the time, positive drug tests associated with some sports nutrition brands. So I thought there's a, you know, I can do something that's going to be good for me and also maybe I can make this into a business somehow. Mm. So the initial idea um, was and still is the most researched product probably in sports nutrition is something called creatine. And that's been shown over the last 30 years consistently to improve people's ability to increase their performance. So I thought that's good if you're like me, trying to manage your gym time and get the most out of it. But also if you're an athlete, it's even better. But uh, most of the product back then, uh, or in fact all of it, was in powders. So the problem with powders is, A, they're very bulky, and B, if you're a drug-tested athlete, potentially there's the ability for somebody to put something in there that shouldn't be in there. Mm. So my idea was to put the creatine into a capsule and to put it into a two-phase pack. So back then the leading research was done by a guy called Professor Greenhalf who was um, working with Olympic athletes and did a lot of studies into creatine, still is probably the number one go-to guy. And it said taking a five-day loading dose and a two-month maintenance supply would give you the best results. And then look, talking to athletes and knowing my own body, a lot of what people wanted not only to increase their ability to train harder and longer, but also to reduce body fat. In fact, more so for athletes, because everything for them is about power-to-weight ratio and getting the most out of it, uh, and so on. So there was another ingredient uh, called chitosan, which is a naturally occurring fibre, mm. and that's been shown to reduce the amount of fat you store from your diet. So I thought there's a way of combining these two. It'd be brilliant, mm. because if you work that, do that with your training, your results will be even better, and you'll be really happy. So at the time, a friend of mine, his job uh, was looking after recruits in the armed forces and improving their well-being and performance, so I said to him, look, I've got an idea for a product. He goes, well, is it safe? Is it legal? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I managed to find a contract manufacturer at the time to produce it. And I delivered it to him. And then he did a really nice report, which basically proved what I hope would be true. They lost body fat. They increased their VO2 max, their strength, their recovery, and so on. And there was a new magazine that had just launched at the time called Men's Health. Mm. And I took an advert out of the back of that. Uh, display advert saying be yourself be your best be biosynergy if you want to increase lean muscle and burn fat cool mm. and the number was an 0181 number so so long ago mm. so I set up a um, an office for want of a better word in my parents loft and back then there was no dial up and um, it was on dial up there was no internet per se mm. but I had I knew that the internet was going to be a big thing 
Um, so we ended up, we launched our first e-commerce site in 1998. And it had lots of functionality, which even our current website doesn't have. But basically what I was doing was I was getting the stuff contract p- manufactured, getting the labels delivered, and then using my parents' uh, dining room table to pack the product and label it. So you're really just shoestring, just doing yeah, yeah. it all yourself? 100%. And... Um, then what I used to do, I had an Escort 1.4L, if anybody can remember one of those, over a hatchback, and I used to fill up the car, get the yellow pages and an A to Z, because, again, this was pre-Google, yeah. um, and drive around, um, basically trying to sell my wares. And then when I'd come back in the afternoon, and if there'd been any telephone orders, they'd be on the uh, answer machine. I'd pack those orders up. And then drive to my local post office to a guy called Ashwin, and he used to make sure that they were all expedited for me. Wow. And then I'd start the process again. And then um, I used to type out press releases and send them via fax and ring up um, all various people. And then one day I got a call from a guy uh, in Highbury, and I know nothing about sport, which is mm. kind of ironic. And he said, oh, I've heard about this creatine. Um, do you deliver? I was like, yeah, of course I deliver. And I said, he goes, where are you? I said, I said to him, where are you? He goes, I'm in Highbury. I said, Highbury, where? He goes, at the stadium. I was like, what stadium? And to cut a long story short, it ended up being Arsenal Stadium. Wow. So I drove up there with 20 packs or mm. 30, I can't remember now. And I met this guy called Gary. And he said, oh, you know, is it safe? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, yes. He goes, okay, I'll take what you've got and I was like wow this is like a massive order it goes even better you can go upstairs and get paid now and I was like this is like the best day ever yeah and then a week or two later um, there was a newspaper called the Sunday Sport and on the back of it it had a a headline saying Arsenal Gunners pop growth pills pre-season and a picture of Ian Wright and a tiny weeny picture of our product wow and then all of a sudden the phone went mad Mm. and the guy that grew up knowing nothing about sport ended up spending the next probably six months Mm. driving around cricket clubs rugby clubs and so on and by probably 99 uh, we were official suppliers the whole of uh, rugby football league rugby super league premier rugby ice hockey super league british basketball league county cricket pretty much all of football and the great thing is they were all buying it and then that then led into, we ended up working with David Coulthard and doing a range with him for and then going into F1. And then 2002, um, one of the ladies that I dealt with, uh, one of the Scottish football teams, became the chief nutritionist for the Commonwealth Games. And she said, look, um, the home nations need some drinks and supplements. Uh, can you help out? I was like, yeah. <laughs> they go, well, we'll buy it. And I was like, of course you'll buy it. I'm not giving it to you. I um, and by this time, I actually moved out of my parents' loft uh, at the behest of a girlfriend at the time who said it was ridiculous that I was living <laughs> and working at home. And we had a small office uh, in the West End and I had a few people working for me, but they were kind of transient. So it was people I liked mm. or people who I knew who were out of jobs, who needed a job. Yeah. And it was a bit... Like friends of friends. Yeah, something. and we had like, at one point, I had a guy called Ryan Pace and a guy called, um, I can't remember his surname, the first name, but he was... Uh, Power. So I had Power and Pace working for me. And then I had another Ryan come and work for me who was a former Irish rugby, international rugby player. And it was that was really, really good fun. Um, and so 2002, I said, rolled around. And we ended up supplying the, the games. And on the back of that, I went to Tesco. And I said, look, we've developed this new drink called Liquid Energy. Mm. And it was the first sports drink 
isotonic sports drink with no artificial colours or flavours and no artificial sweeteners and with a sports cap which sounds like a bit like really <laughs> uh, but it really was and the lady after many weeks of trying to, to meet this lady who was the buyer she agreed and I went in there and I was like shaking I was still in my early 20s this was like massive deal mm. and she said look I like what you're doing I like the product but the packaging's awful and I was like oh no but she goes look I'll help you on the packaging side give you some pointers so she was true to her word and we ended up launching into I think about 400 stores um, and it went really really well unfortunately she left after about a year and the buyer changed and it all went a bit mm. wonky mm. and um, sometimes that just happens with retail yeah and but so but we were probably the first certainly UK sports brand into mainstream and then basically in between then um, we, we, we then 2005 uh, we, we changed the branding to what it is now and we launched off well skinny water yeah. in 2006 uh, which was the first zero sugar zero calorie um, health drink really and the premise behind it was when we were sitting down trying to come up with the name was that uh, we were sitting in an office and there was this new uh, coffee phenomenon called Starbucks mm. and everybody was ordering skinny lattes and we thought well hang on our products also low calorie low sugar mm. and there was these things called skinny jeans that everybody was wearing as mm. well so we thought well hang on we're getting the skinny health aspect from the coffee mm. and the skinny jeans from the kind of fashion so let's call it skinny water mm. and that's how that name was born and you know it's continued to you know we now sell that across a number of different countries and so on it's crazy how your journey has progressed and how it started from this thing you were making with eggs and horlicks yeah. to the company that is today because you have so many product verticals now yeah. and and things that you offer for different demographics yeah how like how do you manage all of that do you have a product development team who yeah. works on the different so ranges the, what my view is there's not a one size fits all and fitness is a journey. So one of the, the ladies that works for me has been with me for 15 years now. And when she started working with me, she wasn't unfit, but she certainly wasn't fit. And we've always worked with charities. And probably over the last 20 years, we've donated over a million pounds uh, and probably hundreds, if not millions, of, of drinks and so on. Um, and the first year that she started with me, we were helping out with cancer research up at the Great North Run. And she saw people coming in who she considered to be unhealthy looking mm. who just completed this run and she was completely amazed and inspired by this and now 15 years on she's completed three Ironman the Marathon de Saab and various other things but if you'd said to the same girl 15 years ago mm. you're going to be doing six marathons back to back in the desert she would have run for the hills so the idea behind the product development and, and the ranges that we have so we've got the active woman active man super seven and so on is that people come in and out of fitness and to give them an option that suits them now mm. and also to bear in mind that, you know, despite what other brands may do and possibly is a mistrick by me, we've never said you're guaranteed a result from something because we've always identified that you've got to be doing a bit of exercise, hopefully eating okay, and then the supplements can be the difference to make this the difference. Yeah. They're not a standalone... Mm. Thing. on their own they're not going to change no. your body um, and you know I think most people probably understand that now mm. um, and so the idea is you know for the active woman range for example we said well I had a, 
uh, by chance meeting with Melanie Sykes at the gym. And she was like, I remembered her from university looking up at the Boddington's adverts and I couldn't believe she was actually talking to me. I said to her, you know, she's in ridiculously good shape. I said, oh, what nutrition are you using? She goes, I'm not using anything. Don't protein powders make you hairy and manly and stuff? I was like, that'd be ridiculous. So I left her a sample and then I got a message from her saying, oh, my personal trainer says I've reduced body fat and I've put on lean muscle. This is great. So we came up with the idea of um, launching Active Woman. And the Mm -hmm. idea being is that as a woman, although you're stronger as me or, and you could be working harder than me, actually you're slightly different. So you're at higher risk of osteoporosis, um, you're more likely to have a vitamin D deficiency, possibly an iron deficiency, and you're certainly more likely to be more pregnant than me. Mm. Um, so what we wanted to do when we built the active woman range was put in micronutrients like folic acid, calcium, vitamin D and iron, mm. which would allow you to overcome some of those deficiencies. And also if you were training during pregnancy, as more women are now, the folic acid would help with fetal development. So it's kind of, it's a hard-hitting range, but we've thought about who the user is. Mm. Similarly with Active Man, we ended up teaming up with James Cracknell, who again was a bit of a legend when I was growing up. And he's very more about endurance, weight management, and outdoorsy. So we Mm. wanted a product range that represented that and a slightly older demographic. So we put things like zinc in there, which are more suitable if you're an older man. Um, But again, people cross over the range yeah how how do you cut through the noise with a company like yours because there's so much now with the fitness industry I feel like every day I'm sent a press release about a new vegan protein brand yeah. or it's something it's, that's going to change your life and how do you cut through I that I think it's really really difficult and it's a problem that we do have now when I started you know 10 years uh, 20 years ago now it was easy I could say look they're bodybuilding we're not Mm. And the whole idea is we were clean in the old sense of the word that mm. you know, we were drug free. And then a lot of things that we've done subsequently, like using recyclable packaging, having vegan products, are just considered to be a normal thing to do. Yeah, like what, a natural evolution of the brand. Yeah, it wasn't something that I saw I needed to shout about. I thought, you know, you can look at the pack, you can see it's vegan or it's organic or whatever. Um, and I think there's a lot of nonsense out there now and a lot of people are saying things and making very bold claims mm. which A, they're not innovative whether mm. it's me or somebody else had done it previously or B, they're just not even accurate mm. and I think there is a lot of misinformation I think a lot of people have used social media both for the good and for the bad so one of our policies is we've got about 400 brand ambassadors now ranging from the England amputee football team to current former Olympians to mums that have just transformed their lives through fitness and none of them are paid or given free product mm. um, because I believe it's about authenticity mm. and integrity. So if you were talking about our product online, whether you're saying a nice thing or a bad thing, I'd want it to be genuine. Yeah. And I think, again, a lot of you know people now have paid celebrities and then one mm. week they're talking about how great product X is and then the following week it's product Y and hopefully customers are beginning to understand that it's disingenuous mm. but I still think a lot of people So what's for a brand ambassador what do they get out of the partnership? So for us first of all they get they do get a discount on the product mm. so for, in my opinion we still make the best products available in the world um, and I'm bound to say that yeah. but the thing is what's different about us is A we've got lots of consumer awards where bigger brands we've competed with and we've won those awards and secondly and again I don't mean to undermine anybody but 
a lot of the, the brands we started off with or shortly after us are owned by you know big corporations now mm. whereas and they're very much focused on generating income and profit whereas for me it always has been about the customer mm. and the most joy that I used to get although I don't get it so much anymore was people writing in and saying oh, I've been using your product and I've done that now we get an email or something on Trustpilot which isn't quite as exciting but it's still very nice Yeah. Um, so I think a, that we're completely focused on the quality and the efficacy of the product. And secondly, that we kind of only... So, so that's for, for the ambassadors' importance. They mm. know they're getting a good quality product. Mm. The second thing is we have our own media channels and advertising and we've got our own magazine, Total Energy. We help promote them through that. Mm. And also, I think it's that whole community aspect of it. So we'll have like a big Christmas party. We'll have photo shoots. They can talk to each other. Like there's a WhatsApp group and a Facebook group where they can all um, share information and yeah. inspire each other. And I think also, again, you know, coming back to, you know, what, what are they taking the product for? Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they're taking it because they want to improve their well-being or become the best they can be at the sport they're doing. Mm. So why should they compromise? What advice would you give people wanting to launch a company in the fitness well-being um, industry? What have you kind of learned over I think, the 22 years? Well, the things that I did wrong um, was, if I was talking to myself, I think that was one of the things that you, you mentioned earlier, um, was I would have got a bigger team around me at the beginning mm. and raised money. Mm. Because I think that I've always been a bit on the back foot because I've never had that kind of million pounds sitting there waiting to be spent. I've mm. always had to... Have you ever taken funding with the company? No, so we've always had to earn whatever we're spending. Mm. Um, so I would say, you know, if you're looking to do something and go large with it, maybe to spend some time putting together a really strong team and then getting the finance in. Mm. And I'd also say to just be passionate about what you're doing. So mm. again, a lot of the people that I see coming into the industry now, so I saw something about a vegan brand that launched the other day and the two owners neither of them are vegan and to me it just feels you need to connect with your product like when I started I started out pure need for me and that has then Mm. developed into what it is now Mm. rather than I saw a financial opportunity and went for it and I think there's nothing wrong with that but I think it's a different type of business yeah, and like, are you able to get in the head of your customer? Yeah. Like, if you're not vegan, can you really understand the needs yeah. of your customer? And also, is it is it genuine? Mm. I suppose. Whereas, you know, like I said, we've we've got vegan product. But that's because we understand that we've got customers who want that, mm. not because I saw it as an opportunity. Yeah, if that makes sense. How long did it take you to feel like you'd got onto stable ground with the company? So you had those early years of driving around and the and using I the think phone book as a owner of, or an entrepreneur. I don't think you ever feel comfortable. Mm. I think you're always looking to, you know, worried about where the next pound's going to come from or mm. so on. So however big you are, you know, like I saw uh, experience very early on with a retailer, the buyer changed and all of a sudden yeah. 80% of my turnover disappeared overnight. And there was mm. nothing I could have done about that. Mm. It was just... That relationship just went. And, yeah. Mm. And then with that new person comes in, they want to shake things up again. So I think, again, you know, going back to the earlier question, if you've got that pot of money raised beforehand mm. that can give you a bit more breathing room and flexibility mm. whereas if you've never done that you've got to be on it to three, six, hundred, no, all mm. day every day mm. 
for as long as you can be. On the branding side, yeah. um, how did you go about creating the brand identity? Because obviously the focus at the start was on these products. You yeah. were creating something completely new in an industry yeah. and really focusing on the sportsman and the athlete and the gym goer. But the brand is really important. And I yeah. imagine for customer acquisition now, what brand stands out on the shelves is often what they yeah. buy. How much focus did you put on the brand? Um, initially... I came up with, I was sitting in my sister's bedroom at the time coming up with brand names and we ended up I shortlisted two uh, one was chameleon because I always like animals <laughs> on t-shirts and I thought make the change mm. which would have been quite a nice name but then I thought it was a bit not serious enough mm. maybe uh, also not sporty enough yeah so I ended up I did at school Latin <laughs> bizarrely uh, so I remembered bio and synergy from Latin and bio means life and synergy means working with so the idea is the product would work with life mm. whether it was you know young old fit super fit athlete to enhance you mm. so that's how we ended up deciding on biosynergy which literally means working with life and then and that was the, the tagline so during the late 90s 2000s across no, f- sports grounds across the United Kingdom and even you know, internationally uh, we had teams wearing working with life and biosynergy on their shirts and at the time they were buying the product and it was like in lieu of a discount they were getting this branding which was fantastic mm. uh, but then 2005 when we did the first kind of brand consultancy we sat down and we said look do we want to just scrap the name and everybody's like no 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 we love the name but we think working with life is a little bit like it's not dynamic enough mm. so we ended up with well, we could either change to bring it on which I felt was a bit too American yeah but still great yeah uh, or make it happen and we ended up settling with make it happen mm. which obviously has now become a massive hashtag which I don't unfortunately own <laughs> um, but it is about that so whether you're young old fit unfit mm. looking to come back into fitness is about making it happen that making it happen could be getting up in the morning and getting down the stairs or it could be getting up in the morning and winning a gold medal mm. it doesn't really matter because you've still done it yeah um and and have you found that brand connects well with your audience i think well certainly as a hashtag make it happen is very popular mm. uh beyond our brand so i'm assuming that people obviously connect with that mm. And I think from a, from the, the logo point of view, what we wanted was something that shows dynamism and was a bit different. So most logos are either horizontal or vertical, and we've gone something that's offset. So again, when you're on uh, a supermarket shelf, I remember my dad saying to me, every product has to be a silent salesman. So what we wanted was something that looked different. Mm. And I think we've achieved that. Obviously, there's always room to improve. Yeah, I think different. I also think unintimidating. Yeah. I'd say your brand is not one that I find intimidating. And as someone who isn't that into the gym and wouldn't perhaps think of taking supplements, mm. I think it breaks down some of the slightly more kind of intimidating yeah. aspects of of well-being yeah. in a way. And also what we've always done is given the brand, the product names, um, it says what it does on the tin. Mm. So, for example, our vegan protein is called Lean and Green. Our weight management product is called Body Perfect. Our diet protein is called Skinny Protein. Our Way Better is Way, and it's the best, so we call it Way Better, mm. and so on. So people actually know what they're getting rather than the, perhaps a complicated mm. name which doesn't actually tell you anything. Have, have you received any backlash about the product names? Because I, I can imagine they are a little bit divisive, things like Skinny and Body Perfect. Yeah, I mean, Skinny, like I said, you know, when we came up with the, the name for Skinny Protein and, and the Skinny Water and so on, was it was driven by 
skinnier, being healthier for mm. you in terms of like a coffee, lower fat. Mm. Um, and we've always used it in that connotation. Mm. And we've never said you have to be skinny. Mm. Um, it's just it's skinny by nature and yeah. by name. So it's zero calories. Therefore, it's skinnier than one with 100 calories. Um, and then in terms of body perfect, uh, it is what it is. You know, it's a weight management product. And if that's what you're aspiring to, then mm. a weight management product, you know, not going to be using a weight management product unless you're trying to improve your aesthetic appeal. Mm. And that's it is what it is. Um, yeah. Kind of thing. In terms of mindset, what what do you think as an entrepreneur, you need, the mindset you need to adopt to make your company a success? I mean, you talked about losing one of your retailers overnight. Mm. Do you think that kind of flexible approach to business is useful? I think you've just got to be resilient. Mm. Um, I think that's the number one. And you've got to love what you do. So, I mean, I'm very lucky in that every day I get up and I look forward to going to work. Yeah. And I enjoy it. And sometimes it's more enjoyable than other days. But it's definitely something that, like I said, when I hear, you know, even like we've got one ambassador, um, his guy called Ryan Ragu, and he was told at the age of four he was never going to walk. And he um, then his grandmother got him doing ballet because he's got cerebral palsy. And mm. now he's on rank number 10, I think, in long jump in, in the world. Wow. And the fact that he says to people that I was the first person to get behind him by offering him an ambassadorship which mm. admittedly isn't paid and he feels that's made a significant difference to his life yeah to me I can live on that mm. in that kind of the fulfilment of, yeah. of what you're doing and the products you're providing yeah. and you must hear so many stories of customers who have found the product and how it's changed their life yeah I mean it is surprising we've got another lady called Joe Barrett and we used to do we haven't done it for a while we back in the early late 90s early 2000s we used to do a 12 week transformation challenge whereby we gave people training plans diet plans and so on and this lady was um, or still is I suppose uh, she was a single mum of three and she was doing like a a desk job and she wasn't very happy she was very unfit um, and she ended up doing the 12 week programme and she didn't go from being like super unfit to super fit but Mm. it changed her mindset and now probably 10 or 11 years on She's just become a pro bodybuilder. Wow. So that the fact that and she also quit her job and became a personal trainer, so it's completely changed her whole life. Mm. And she credits us for that, which I think is really the credit should be with her for, for doing it. But to know that in some small way we've improved somebody's well being and changed their life for the, what they consider to be the better mm. is very, very heartwarming. Yeah, it's very rewarding. I kind of feel the same. Um, on a smaller level of, with what we do with the magazine is that yeah. we facilitate people having great experiences that will write about a restaurant that's really worth your time yeah. or, or an amazing place to travel to and when people go on our recommendations it makes me happy to think because yeah. you know a bad meal out can ruin your day so <laughs> um, is there anything that you would go back and change like other than the funding is there anything th- you would have done differently I think look you can always do things differently and I think hindsight is a good thing but I think you just don't know if you zigged instead of zagged would mm. you have ended up where you are. Yeah. And, you know, I've still got a lot of work to do, um, definitely. Um, I think like maybe the funding at the beginning and, mm. and that team at the beginning, you know, to have had somebody who understood numbers maybe would have been a good start. Um, yeah. Somebody perhaps from a marketing background or so on, whereas I've initially had to do all of it and I certainly haven't got all the skills necessary for it. Mm. And I think the thing that we're looking forward to now is we've, we're launching a new bar 
uh, called Rebel. And we decided to call it Rebel because unlike all the other bars, which and we did them years ago, which are low-carb, uh, I don't believe in demonising any foods, and I think some of the low-carb bars are actually just as possibly worse for you than confectionery bars in that they've got more calories and they've got sugar alcohols in there which can have interesting side effects. Mm. Um, is that we're doing uh, two protein bars, a vegan and a non-vegan one, which are 100% natural ingredients, so it's rebel compared to mm. the norm. But more importantly, um, 8% of the value of that bar is going to two charities. So UK Sports Aid and Centrepoint, which is a charity to tackle young homelessness. So it's a rebel with a cause. Mm. Uh, and That's we hope nice. that people will not only enjoy the bar, but feel good about buying it and mm. helping these two charities. Yeah, giving back with the products. Yeah. I like it a lot. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Yeah, thank I you. really, really appreciate your time. Um, if people would like to find out more about your company or to buy some products, where yeah. can they find them? Uh, well, they can visit the website, biosynergy.uk, uh, and it's got a hyphen in there. You can call us anytime. Um, Old school. And also, we've got what I call a gym office. So if anybody's stuck on the Finchley Road and needs a protein shake... I wanted to ask you about this, because I saw that your, your office is also a gym. Yeah. So we have a micro gym in the office, uh, A, to relieve a bit of tension sometimes. We also have a punching bag, like you find at the fairground. So anybody that comes in, we do invite them to have a go on it. And we've got like a leaderboard going, <laughs> uh, Top Gear style. And also we've got the dog, so you can have a pet a punch and a protein shake all in the same place. Everything you need in one place. Yeah, so if anybody's stuck on the Finchley Road and wants to have a protein shake and a workout or just a chat, pop in. <laughs> um, or, you know, look us up on social media. Fab, thank you so much. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you've enjoyed this episode then don't forget to subscribe rate and review so more people can find the show and if you're feeling inspired and thinking of pursuing a creative project of your own then there's a home for you at work life you can find out more at work.life
Candy Store production for Work Life, hosted by Angelica Malin and produced by Van Connor. T-shirt weather by Poddington Bear appears under Creative Commons 3.0 with podcast recording facilities in partnership with Work Life. Visit work.life for more information. You can find us at candystoreproductions.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.